Welcome back to the Weasel Guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Weasel. Mike How are you? Hey dude, how's it going? Good bro, how are you? How are you? Well, we can't even do a proper intro. Can't even do a proper intro by some artificial intelligence that's upset by how we misrepresented them. Like we were like just talking and then we got too too into thinking about how what like how we should do the intro and it just came off really insincere. How are you? Mikin? Mikin? How are you? Mikin? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh there we are. You're back, buddy. Another week, another weasel. Yeah, dude, no. Okay, tell me about your fast, dude. Because that's what I really want to know about. Why are you... So, for everybody listening, this idiot is doing a 48-hour fast, and he's just at the very end of it. And and now I want to know why. What is the real reason you're doing this fast? I'll tell you why, Mike. And, uh, because I thought it'd be a good idea. I thought that I... That it wouldn't... It'd be... Just all sunshines and rainbows, and turns out uh, being hungry sucks. I'm curious. Can you extrapolate on what you thought would be good about it and why? Like, what is it? What is the main reason? Okay. What is the main reason you did the? Because you don't just did you just do a fast? Because you're like, huh, fast seemed kind of cool. I could just do one uh, of those. No, no, no. I have a few of a, a few reasons. Uh, one, one I've been curious about fasting for for a while now, mm. uh, and and like especially like intermittent fasting, and I was like just looking up how it works. And then through like uh, intermittent fasting, I found like it's like, hey, you should actually do like two day fasts or like three day fasts. And there's like and there's all these benefits that come with it. Mm. And I was like, oh fuck, okay. And I ended up watching this like fucking 30 minute YouTube video on this guy explaining like fasting and the benefits and everything. And one of the really cool benefits. Um, that I'm not so sure is that cool anymore. <laughs> but one of the really cool benefits that I always heard about was it's this thing called, uh, I think it's called like anthropy. Mm. I'm probably fucking that up. Um, but it follows the the idea of, of that your body uses so much energy digesting food and like your body's so busy all the time. Like most of our energy that we use goes into digesting food. Mm. I think. Um, Quite a bit of so it, I'd imagine. You... Yeah, I think it depends on your energy levels, probably, but and how much you're know. eating. Well, I guess not. If you're eating, if you're doing a lot, you eat a lot, and if you eat a lot, you're digesting more. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, so the idea is, and and this is proven, is that um, if you shut, like, like give your digestive system a break, essentially, which is what fasting is. Like, it has nothing to digest. Uh, so the idea is that your body kind of takes that downtime, and it's like, oh, fuck, man. Like, it, think about your body like a mill, I mm -hmm. guess, which is, will probably be a good example for you. Um, and, like, you you have your machines running all the time, and fucking you're just like, go, 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 go. And then you're like, hey, let's, let's shut everything down for a bit. And then you start looking around, and you're like, oh, fuck, we can, you know, maintenance that. We can... Uh, replace that part you know we could clean up tidy up a bit mm. uh 
so your body kind of does the same thing and it starts looking around and like uh like replacing damaged cells and just like overall making your body function more efficiently yeah because it's not spending this time digesting food so i thought that was a really a really neat concept uh which appealed to me another there was i don't know he listed like five but the only ones that really stuck out was um fasting also triggers ketosis mm. obviously you know because yeah. like your your only fuel source is fat yeah that's on your body yeah um so like and, and like i've already i kind of already eat really low carb anyway mm. and uh i thought this would be kind of just be a good way to like maybe jumpstart ketosis and like maybe i'll stick with like a keto diet for a bit mm. i don't know um I didn't really do it as a way to lose weight, but bro, I've dropped like 10 pounds. Well, just in the two days. Like, uh, This week, yeah, but I mean, definitely in the past couple of days, I've dropped. Mm. I've been dropping weight like a stone, dude. I haven't even been shitting that much, really. I think I'm just existing. Wow. Fucking burning fat, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've... I've done like the intermittent fasting before um and it's actually quite easy and i think i almost technically oh no i don't anymore because i've changed but but like intermittent fasting could even just consist of waiting until nine or 12 o'clock in the middle of the day to start eating so you have like a lunch at work and then you do dinner at home and then that's your last meal i mean that's a actually a really effective way to do intermittent fasting um yeah some people yeah, go I've extreme that. yeah some people go extreme and do like they only have like a like a two or four hour eating window and they just fucking yorked out as much food as they can then but i don't think that's that's good either like you still have to have you know you still want to have like your calorie deficit which is the main way to lose weight mm-hmm. is just you know have a calorie deficit it just depends on what your activity level is and what you're trying to achieve you know yeah I've been very curious about intermittent fast. I'm fucking up that word every time. Uh, (laughs) Intermediate? Intermittent. No. Intermittent. Intermittent. Fasting. Um, I'll probably try that too. But honestly, dude, I'm over this shit. Mm. Bro, I am, what, now I'm 46 hours into my 48-hour fast. And fuck this noise, bro. I don't think (laughs) I'm ever going to do this shit again. I'm, like, I feel like absolute dog shit. Like in the video, he mentioned uh, that like like oh like on day two like when ketosis really kicks in, <laughs> then you then you like your body starts optimizing more efficiently. You're fucking you can see better. Like all these, fuck that, dude. I feel like shit and I have no energy. <laughs> can you see better though? No. I <laughs> know. Wow, that's bullshit. No, I can't see better. What if I mean? What if you achieve that by day three though? What if you just push it one more day and you get it's like superpowers, bro? I don't know what's going on in my dude. Like I'm literally, I've been like in pain all day from like, <laughs> like my, my intestines are like cramping or Stom- something. Stomach's I don't know. eating itself. Maybe I'm doing, yeah, maybe I'm doing something wrong as well. Certainly could be the possibility, but I feel terrible. Um, but that brings me back to one of the reasons why I wanted to do it in the first place as well. Mm. 
was because I kind of realized that I've never gone a day without eating, mm. like in my entire life. You know, like I grew up poor, but not that fucking poor. Yeah. Uh, like we always had fucking you know ramen noodles in the house, and like I would, I would, your like your boy ain't really missing no meals, you know. Mm. Uh, he, and so he I was corn fed. Yeah, I'm, I'm just grits, dude. <laughs> a lot of grits, <laughs> lot of grits bro. Yeah. Um, but I was just curious as far as like, okay, like let me let, let me experience hunger hmm. and what that looks like, you know, or feels like. Yeah. And uh, I gotta tell you, dude, I don't like it. Not nah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of it, it kind of opens the door for a lot of implications in your mind as well when you hear about um, like the amount of teenagers that go hungry because the, either they had to leave home and are homeless or they don't never had a home to go to in the first place and they go hungry kids as well. It's a problem in Australia um, that they're always har- harping hungry on about kids. Yeah, kids going hungry. It's really sad. But now that you've gone through two days with no food you can understand like you have a it's like a small thing right because it's only a small experience that you've had but it opens up a large trajectory of understanding about the people around you and stuff it's interesting yeah it it has been interesting too and to be honest i thought it'd be way fucking easier Mm. you know and like two days two days is nothing bro like compared to like some some people some countries you know two days is nothing Hmm. nothing dude uh have you ever seen that show alone it's on netflix no i've been told to watch it but yeah no i haven't seen it essentially it's they send like 10 people out in the fucking wilderness and drop them off and like you're on like you're on your own Hmm uh and and like just give you a bunch of cameras and you film yourself and you try to last as long as possible um but some of those people dude go without go without like real food like they'll eat like like i have berries and like roots today like mm. i made a tea out of these fucking sprigs leaves or whatever um but they'll go without food for like months and for some reason, just me watching this show, like I was like, "Oh, I can do two days, no problem, <laughs> no problem, dude." Yeah, and it's it's a fucking problem. Yeah, no, it 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 does fucking suck, dude. Fasting sucks. I don't know how some of them do it too, because if you think about <laughs> the amount of energy you expend to say create a fire and cook mice on a stick right is one example i heard about the show you're you're using more energy to do that process than you are gaining from the mice that you're cooking on the stick and dude dude mice would be a good day yeah exactly that's yeah a, that's a celebratory <laughs> meal right there yeah if you caught a mouse bro yeah but sure. yeah no that's certainly true and then like do people just but like one of the tactics of the show to win is to just like put on as much weight mm. as you can before the show yeah and then just fucking survive just, like 
will just start just outstarve people. Yeah, just outstarve the rest of them. Yeah. Because at some point, like like you do have regular medical checks. Like I think it's like every week or so. Yeah. Um. And like they come and like like make you like strip down and like look at you, uh, and pretty much gauge your body like your body weight, your body fat kind of deal. And yeah. and like they'll pull you from the show if they think it's it's like too low. Hmm. So you effectively lose. Yeah. Wow. Do they have like? Do they have like a button that they can press when they're like, if they just can't take it anymore to leave or they're like injured themselves? Do they just, is that like part of like the psychological thing? Cause they've just got that button sitting there. Do they have to leave it out at all times? It's like a walkie talkie that you're supposed to like carry with you at all times to like be in touch. But you could, but like at any point you can like talk into it and be like, Hey, I'm tapping out. Yeah. Right. Come get me. And they'll be there like same day. Yeah. Just seeing that walkie-talkie sitting there, like, oh, you could leave. Oh you, yeah, you could go home to a nice warm bed and and just get some good food in you. Wow, fucking crazy. Yeah, isn't it like they're so far apart as well that it's near impossible for them to run into each other? Yeah, no, there's no way they run into each right. other. Right. Yeah. So they're just alone, alone. Fuck. Yeah, they're super alone, and, and like, and like, that's honestly one of the things that gets most. Like, a lot of these guys are like survival fucking experts and shit. Mm. Um, like they build some badass fucking um, shelters, and you're just like, fuck, that's cool. Mm. Uh, and like, can hunt really like well, um, but a lot of them tap out from like loneliness. Right. They're just like, I can't fucking. Like three months, it's just you mm. and your in your own head, dude. Yeah, it's just you and your thoughts, man. Talking into a camera. Oof, dude, I hate Oof, myself, dude. Oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, man. I hate myself oh. too, bro. <laughs> Whoa, dude, that'd be wild. I think I could do it, actually. I reckon I could stay out there for months at a time. I bet you'd be good at it. No. Um, I would suck at it. It's easy for me to just shut off from everything. I can just pretend I'm not even there, and I'm not. You know? I'll be cooking up some berries that I'm not even sure are poisonous. I'll just imagine they're a Twinkie, bro. I can just... Mm, that's a nice Twinkie, and boom, it is. I think that's one of the techniques that they try to implement, and they're like, it doesn't work. Hey, that's just, they're not you still they're just not good enough at it bro that's just the sad yeah, fact right. of it man these survivalists pff, what do they fucking know about imaginary food nothing they're ground no, they're they grounded in reality bro they're grounded in reality they can't even see that the imaginary world's all around them for the taken because they're too you know you're right yeah you're right dude those fucking idiots idiots dude grew up bunch man. of dum-dums dude <laughs> Did you want to go? Um, did you want to go survive in the woods? Certainly not go survival in the woods, but uh, I would go camping with you for mm. sure. Did you guys want to go camping in Oregon? Uh, yeah, I go camping anywhere. Yeah, anywhere you want. We were thinking about going camping in Crater Lake for a few. I've days. heard of that actually. Beautiful, bro. You want to come? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to come. Yeah, I'm going to get a bunch of people to go. I'll just get a collection of people to come camp in a crater lake. Okay. 
How's that, that sound? That sounds good, man. Yeah, we'll have some beers. Sounds really good. Mm. Yeah, for sure. It'll be fun. I'm really excited to come. Real excited. I, I want to come, dude. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, come. we're both going to come so hard. <laughs> dude, come we're going to come together. Yeah, gross. Oh shit! Well, I'm I'm glad you're uh, feeling better. Oh well, you will be feeling better after I'm you're not, uh, you're not feeling, feeling better. You feel, you're feel, how are you feeling right now with your um, kratom that you've had? Because that doesn't break your fast. Um, Is it making you feel a bit wonky? Not great. No, <laughs> I don't actually feel anything. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I'm just literally in pain. Like this is like a terrible uh sensation Jeez. but for you the listener i've decided to push through and give you my tale his tale tell us a tale oh yeah i do have a i do have a tale for you Ooh, tell me your tale so this past thursday i went to um to go see my primary care doctor at the va i told you about this this man before yeah mm, interesting dude yeah um, uh, he is essentially a fucking prick mm. and I, and like, I get like, everybody loves the rag on the VA. Everybody loves the rag on the VA and like fucking shithead, mm. inefficient, shit feeds the whole lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this, th- this guy just has a way of talking. That's so goddamn like condescending and just shitty but it, it, it but it's also like subtle mm. and he's just blasting you with information so uh so like last year i went to him for like my annual checkup i can't remember exactly what he said but it was a lot of like he was just blasting me with information and then and then like i was like i'm pretty sure that he's being a douche <laughs> but i but in like in the moment it's only like 20 minutes you know mm. uh, and i'm trying to like get out all my fucking ailments to him uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy's being a douche, but I, I can't, I can't really put my finger on it right now. And it was the kind of deal. After I left, I was like, 100, percent he was being a douche. <laughs> so then this year, this year I've been ready, dude. I dude, I've been preparing for a year. Yeah. To go to go see my to go see my doctor. What do you What are you and, planning on doing? Are you gonna fight fire with fire and out douche him or? Well, no, so I went, I, I just went this past Thursday. Okay. What happened? To see him. Yeah. I'll tell you. Dude, tell me your tale, dude. I want to know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. I had to set it up. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh, so then, yeah, man, like, look, like I get there, dude, sure as shit, bro. He come, he comes in the room hot. Mm. Kind of, cause like, cause like I called uh, I scheduled an appointment. Like this wasn't like my annual uh, appointment. Like like I scheduled an appointment to look at my shoulder because it's been fucked up hmm. indefinitely now. Um, and he, you could tell there was kind of just like he had like an air of like, of like you have an appointment in two months. I don't know why you're here right now. Hmm. Kind of deal. He's like, so what? What are you here for? Huh? And I was like, oh, okay. And then and then I started explaining like. I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not sure if, like, I tore something in there. And and then I, I kept, I, I started going on, and he cut me off. And he was like, he was like, he was like, no, no. 
you're giving me a diagnosis. I want you to tell me how you feel. Like, tell me. And I was like, okay. And he's like, tell me how you feel. And I was like, okay. If you let me talk, you know, I, I would tell you how I feel in the shoulder, you know? And mm. it was just one of those things. Uh, and so I was like, all right. And like, like in my head, I'm already like, he's already pissing me off. Mm-hmm. He's, well, already, he's already displaying oh, these, these douchey. Starting to fucking get ready. Oh, pretty much. Feel like fucking yeah, uh, and, a fighter in the ring. Just get loose, get loose. Well, <laughs> what happens next is, uh, so he's like, all right, like we're going to do, um, like a, like a physical evaluation of, of the shoulder, which involves like, like a physical test, you know, like it's one of those, uh, like, like I like, like resistance tests of like, of like, I try to push my hands together. He tries to resist yeah. and vice versa and like different in different ways. Yep. Um, and he stand and he he stands up and he and he's like, all right, uh, stand up. Do not take a step forward. And I was like, uh, okay, that's weird. But whatever. And he starts explaining how this test is gonna is gonna work. And he's like, yada yada yada. I'm I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna push on your arms and you're gonna and you're gonna try to stop me. And then and then you're gonna say yes or no, if for for pain like pain like are you in pain? Yes or no. And I was like, okay. And he's like he's like. He's like, all right, so we're going to say yes or no. Again, what are we going to say? Oh. And like, like talk, just talking to me like I'm a fucking toddler, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I understand, like, the test. <laughs> and uh, so, 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 then, so then he starts, like, he starts doing it. He didn't explain when he wanted me to say yes or no, though. Oh. So, like, he starts doing it. So like he starts doing it and like and like he he's pushing and he gets to like a certain point and he's just like looking at me like I'm like I'm retarded. And he's like he's like what he's like what do we say? What do we say? And I was like I was like wait dude. I was like, you do not have to be rude, dude. Like we're not gonna like you're not gonna talk to me like that. Like you don't have to be rude. He's like what do you he's like what do you want me to ask like every time? Like yeah. And I was like and I was like throw and like we're keep in mind we're in physical contact. Mm like a foot away from each other and i'm and like i'm like <laughs> a, a, a head taller than him and i'm angry you know like he can feel like he can literally feel my like my anger yeah <laughs> so we, we kind of just had this like standoff and i'm like and i'm like what the fuck ever man just do the test do the test and you're like okay and then we fit then we just finished the test and for the rest of the appointment he was uh kind of he, he was pretty kept it baseline the rest of the appointment so nice but yeah he's a fucking prick man wow this is one of those deals where like they, like they just think that they can fucking talk to like especially veterans you know just because like we're, i mean i guess it's because like we're not paying for the service i don't, yeah. I don't know yeah. like it's just a mill there too so they like and maybe this guy just in particular is an asshole but it's literally one of those situations of like the VA, like this guy gives the VA docs a bad name. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're not all like that. I've I've come across some pretty nice nurses and doctors at the VA, but yeah, there is some fucking characters, dude. And they do, they really, they really do. Just a lot of times, I think part of it is is like 
you're right because they're not paying for it but also the the money that they get paid there is different than they'd get paid at like a private hospital or specializing in something you know and so right they're well, just trying to get through well, as many hey sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but but like i'm like okay so who's the doctors that work at the va they're probably the doctors that can't fucking hack it anywhere else you know especially Ooh. in like a private practice like that's where that's where the real money's at as a doctor yeah being a va doc fucking sucks i yeah. get it you have like 1600 patients mm. that's ridiculous you know yeah and trying uh, to push them through as many as you can a day and then all the paperwork that comes with it and fucking sakes dude that that would fucking suck but still doesn't give you a right to treat somebody with such disrespect, you know? I mean, yeah, you might be stressed out. Maybe you're overworked and underpaid, but fucking... I mean, what's the what's the limit, dude? Because, like, I, I, know, I know there's a limit to where you just fucking break as a person. Maybe everybody's different, you know? Because I'd like to think that maybe he wasn't always like that. I'd like to have a little bit of a fucking little nugget of hope that, like, maybe he was a, a broad-eyed and bushy-tailed fucking doctor at one time just out of fucking college like you know i'm gonna go fix all these people i can't wait to to serve the veterans of our community yeah and then he fucking meets them and then all these veterans just are grumpy as fuck (laughs) dude veterans suck bro like a vietnam veteran like Uh, like, for the most part like just a complete douchey assholes yeah that are like you like you owe me something and they're all old and shit's all fucking wrong with them and they're all crusty and tired they're real fucked up dude they've got like cancer from agent orange and mesothelioma from asbestos and fucking broken shit lead poisoning all sorts of shit dude mental problems Oh yeah. I mean, same with like. I'm not saying uh, it's not justified, but. Oh no, no. I mean, they all probably hard to deal with all day. Yeah, that would suck too. So like, yeah, what's the breaking point for a person? Is it just everybody's different? You know, because man, some that know. that shit sounds like shit, dude. Like, I think if I had one, like, if I had mesothelioma and that was it, I would just be fucking the grumpiest old motherfucker every day. You know, I know there's people out there that are like. Man, when I got really sick, you know, I just I changed my life and I became just this beautiful person, this beautiful soul. And, you know, I don't even care that I'm going to die now. It's like, not me, dude. I'd be upset. I'd be fucking yelling at I'd kids. Be, I'd be doing the, the like, the old guy that's like, just fucking give me the mushrooms. And, like, I would just be, like, doing, I'd be tripping balls all day, bro, till oh, I die. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That'd that's be why Oregon's awesome. nice. Mm-hmm. That's why Oregon's nice, dude. You can trip balls until you accept death, and then you have assisted suicide there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, there is instances where that's become a real problem. Like, um, Canada's having this thing right now where... Because they're, they're, um, they've got a universal healthcare system, and people are being pressured into assisted suicide because it's cheaper for the system, for the hospital... <laughs> yeah dude so like doctors have, awesome, doctors have been pressuring people into assisted suicide that don't want it <laughs> you know like fuck bro capitalism always wins man you, you dude you gotta respect it at some level man i you know if it was true capitalism then yeah you could i could agree with that but i don't think it is 
there's a lot of there's a lot of bailouts that happen you know when the economy goes to shit and the economy fucking goes to shit a lot so you know fucking sure do yeah i don't know but that's that's a completely different thing i can't talk about that in the state that i'm in right now um well well like i mean it's kind of interesting if like i was a doctor and like i just met like an old grumpy fuck that had all these medical problems and like like would still live a while he's just like miserable mm. and just like pissy i'd be like here's your death prescription yeah jesus do your, family, <laughs> do your family a favor and fuck off dude wow <laughs> That's fucked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, that's what happens. They break, dude. There's that. Jesus, it's cloudy I'm already, outside. Bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I get it. Yeah, no, I get it for sure. Yeah, try to save, save the taxpayers some money, man. Like, what, what are you gonna? What are we gonna fix your fucking like lungs so you can live another another six months yeah dude no nah. fuck that bro we got fucking covid patients to treat all right just fucking take this go laugh in the sun with your family one last day and then just have them deliver you here like a like an old dog and we'll take care of you no worries perfect yeah well, that sounds like a more that sounds like a more humane system than like what we have going on everywhere in the states or someone just fucking lies in a bed, and then eventually they're like, "I guess we should stop giving them food and water." Yeah. And then you just, and then they just fucking are unconsciously like miserable for fucking days on end until they finally die. Yeah. Like people that want to to go. I, I, see, I think that's the thing is it has to be a choice. That's why what's happening in Canada is bad as well is because it's people being pressured into doing it for a, a different purpose other than like them, you know, their treatment, right? Um, like I think if people want to fucking attempt to stay alive for as long as they can, I can totally understand that. Death is a really scary thing to a lot of people, you know? And until you experience death around you and like in person as well, like it's man it's fucking freaky and then even then it's freaky you know like regardless of what your opinion is on death like that transition from like being alive to whatever's next whether it's just being um you know nothing like non-existent or like um perhaps there's an afterlife perhaps you reincarnate perhaps you, you come out of the computer simulation and you realize you're playing an arcade game for like 25 minutes or something stupid like that but that trans mm -hmm. that transition between being alive to whatever that is that un that is so unknown what that is right because it could be anything, you know, and that's scary. That could be really scary. I think. Oh yeah. I think you just have to. Well, I don't fucking know. I'm I'm not really that scared, but you know, I, I'm I mean, kind of also young and not close to it. it, it yeah. I mean, in theory, you know. Like, Dude, I could have like died the other week, bro. I slipped on soap. Yeah, Fuck. man, that was terrifying. But like, I wonder whenever we get to the, because like at some point, uh, you, you kind of come to the understanding. Like, I'm sure there's like 70, 80 year olds out there that are like, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it another ten years. Mm. Like ten, ten years is out of the question for me. So, so how, how many years is it? You know? Yeah. 
and and then you start like really confronting this question of of death and like and like i can talk all the shit i want because i'm fucking 28 you know not even yeah. and uh and i'm like yeah f- oh, whatever man i'll live forever i don't really care <laughs> i'm not scared yeah but yeah i i, I dude I, I i'm a big advocate for the uh the legalization of mushrooms mm. mostly for that reason yeah is like is like it I mean, at least whenever I've done mushrooms, I kind of just understand it, it's like extremely humbling, hmm. and like you kind of accept shit. You know, you're like, okay, yeah. like I see, I see like my place in the world, in the grand scheme of it all, and how minute it is, and whatever. Um, and I think especially as I got close to death and like, I, I, I felt it like imminently approaching within like a, whatever, you know, like months or even a year, like a year or whatever away. Yeah. I'm like, I know that mushrooms would help me accept that time a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Like you're that, that it's like a certain level of peace that comes with the understanding of the connectivity of everything in that moment. It's fucking awesome. It's really cool. Mm. And it lasts, you know, like after after doing mushrooms, it lasts, you know, for a few days as well. And you give it, you know, you just, yeah, just trip balls for a couple months and fucking Bob's your uncle, dude. Okay. You can do, <laughs> Bob's dude, you could do all different types of stuff. You could do like ketamine, you could do mescaline, you could do LSD, just well, all these, about- you cycle through all these different drugs over like a, you know, a week, two week waiting period in between each one. And then you're just off your tits all the time. Well, and like, you're not worried about the side effects of the drugs, you know, not like if you're, if you've accepted death, yeah. you're not like, Oh, oh I hope my dopamine doesn't run out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Like, I hope it runs out. <laughs> I'm, I'm using that shit to the fullest baby. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's hair the dog just never stops. (laughs) You know what's kind of interesting too. I just thought is um, the like nowadays the main the main um, patients that would be really benefited from that kind of treatment. You know, they're getting really old and and kind of moving into this next stage of their their existence where they're getting ready to pass on and they know terminal or whatever. Like that kind of therapy would be really great for them, and the benefits would be awesome. But also, uh, they're from that generation where all drugs are bad. They have this attitude about um, psychoactives and all this stuff. They like they just you know they don't want to borrow it. A lot of them, you know, and trying to convince them of that, like maybe to just give it a go is like really, really uh, just. I guess it's a difficult problem, you know, a difficult, a difficult yeah. situation, you know. Yeah, my actually, uh, my my grandmother is kind of in that situation. My mima, mm. that old that old mean bitch, uh, she's kind of in a situation where she's fucked, dude. Like she she's had this hernia that's just like redonkulous. Like there's no way they can ever sew her abdomen back up together. This, like, well, the way the hernia works is like there's a tear in your abdomen, mm. and your guts literally push through 
your abdominal wall and are like hanging outside your body. Oh no! And hers has just been so bad for so many years, and like she keeps retearing it because she's a stubborn old bitch. Yeah. And uh, it's like, I, I I think they said it was like it was like a nine inch tear. Oh my god! At this point, and they're like, "There's no way we can close this up." No. And like she'll like she'll survive. So like like no one no one wants to touch her. And she has all these sores from it too, like sores on the hernia. Wow. That are just, um, extremely painful. Yeah. And like she can't really do like Anything. she's not super mobile. And, and I'm like, and like we have like a family group chat where we're where we're like discussing like okay, well, so like what do we do like hmm. this or that. And like she's already maxed out on like painkillers do nothing to her anymore because she's been she's had it for so many years like she's built up such a tolerance to yeah like all these painkillers now all them opiates uh, yeah dude yeah. She, dude she's an opium mill that lady uh, and <laughs> and I was like well what about weed like let's just get me off some pot you know mm. but she has such a strong fucking um, I don't know belief uh, about dismay. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. She, there's no like she's in excruciating pain, yeah. and there's no way she'd do it. Like 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 people have mentioned it too, and it just pisses her off. What if they like made some you know gave gave her some fucking uh, gummies and said they're just vitamins? Yeah, I thought about that too, but I, I think, know that's really I, I terrible. Think she would still be but mad. yeah, she. Well, maybe she wouldn't though. Maybe she would just be like, yeah. "Oh wow, I feel pretty good." fucking man i hate my kids but i don't hate them as much as i normally do <laughs> hmm <laughs> and, and, but for pain relief too like i'm like you gotta take a pretty hmm. hero dose so i'm like you're gonna be blasted especially if, if you've never done it before yeah it. yeah first time massive dose you don't know what's coming either. You haven't even mentally prepared for it. It's just happening. Man, dude, that'd be fucking horrible. Uh, that'd dude, be really she probably horrible. think the death, like, the, like, the, like that's what that's what death is. She's like, what is this? Am I dying? <laughs> oh, <it's> <laughs> and then she actually dies, and then I killed my grandma via a fucking gummy bear. What, dude? I mean. Is that you know? Is that mercy though, or doctor, is that <laughs> yeah? If you were doctor, hey, if I was a doctor, man. I'm writing the script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are you doing to your grandma again? Oh, this is my plan. Oh, all right. I might give you three, dude. I might give you three instead of one. <laughs> three death uh, yeah. three death three death gummies yeah take those make sure you give her two of them keep one for yourself for the future death gummies yeah. <laughs> how much how that much of good, a man. thc would you have to have to overdose on like in a gummy it'd be fucking like 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 it'd be ridiculous like one of us that's had smoke before and, and all that stuff like it would have to be insane would you even be able to put that much thc into a gummy i don't think so i don't I don't think it's it's really possible to overdose, but like I I, I think I think your mind would crack mm. before your body actually gives out. But I don't know. I mean, her body's so weak that like I think it's just the rage keeping her alive at this point. <laughs> oh, so if she learns like empathy and has no rage anymore, yeah, she'll done. just die. Yeah, let's well, just. <laughs> 
I feel at peace. Prescriber... <laughs> yeah, no. I'll just prescribe her a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. She's like, huh. <laughs> wow. <That's... laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Well, well, speaking of uh, uh, mortality, uh, let's talk about the other end of the spectrum, dude. I, I know that you recently attended a one-year-old's birthday party. Yeah, dude. And I'd like to fucking hear about it. All right, I'll tell you my tale. So, and this has been happening to us quite a bit. Um, you know, people around you, they have kids. And, you know, when people have kids, right. they talk about things about kids. And they like talking to each other about kids. And when you're there, they, they like talking to you about kids, too. And when you don't have kids, it's kind of like, yeah, man, I totally can understand, maybe, relate. I don't know. <laughs> and it just, Not it's, even, yeah. yeah. And then they're always asking if you're having kids as well, which is, it can get really annoying. I've just started telling people I'm incontinent. And they're like, oh, nice. what does that mean? And, it, and I'm like, it means I can't stop shitting myself. So whenever we have sex, I, <laughs> yeah. shit, I shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. That's not the thing that goes sterile. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just can't stop shitting myself. Can't stop shitting the bed. So, the... you know, we never get a chance to have babies, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're always cleaning up shit. So always cleaning up shit, dude. Can't, no, no fucking, dude. A lot of fucking happens, you know? When you're incontinent and your partner is not into scat. All right? <laughs> so anyway, um, so... But we know a lot of people there. Um, we know the friends, obviously, and then like two other couples that we're friends with were there, and then um, their family is really nice as well. And we got to to meet um, our friends' sisters and her parents that they came over from New Zealand for a bit for the birthday party as well. Um, mm -hmm. So it was a fairy princess party. So me and Kiralee, um, we did crafts the night before. We got some fabric wings, and we got like some. We got. Uh, uh, little poof balls and, and Kiralee got me some fucking um, some like uh, uh, pineapple sticker gem stickers that I put on and we hot glued all sorts of stuff and we made wands and everything and um, it was really cool we looked we looked good and everybody really liked our, our wings and stuff and we got there and it was this beautiful was everybody else dressed up in <laughs> well See, we didn't know, right? Because <laughs> on the one hand, it's like, yeah, we're invited to a princess fairy party. And they're like, yeah, dress up. And then we're like, well, a lot of... Oh, shit. A lot of her... I'll have to bleep that out. Um, a lot of her mm. friends are uh, cops because she's a cop. Right? And then so... Um... <laughs> but then also, like, his... My buddy's friends, He's he works... He does programming and stuff at a in, in like a internet so, uh software maintenance so he's like all his friends are like super nerdy and then like right. um and then there's like us lot which are just fucking you know well you know how i am and uh right. are, you know we're kind of yeah we're all kind of like that we're all kind of weird and and stuff um anyway so i'm like as we're like driving down like we're going to this really nice area where we live that we didn't even know existed and it's like really nice out there and we get to this house that they're mm -hmm. renting and stuff. And I'm, we pull up. I'm like, shit. This is a really nice house. This is, I mean, the kids are dressing and up. Wearing... We're not. Hey. And Kiralee's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. 
okay, fuck it, dude. So we get out. I put on my my yeah, I have my wings down. on already, and uh, I have I put on my little tiara that I made, and I've got my wand and my um. What else do I have? I don't have anything else. I, yeah, my wand. And so we're walking up, and we do see that people are wearing wings. That people are wearing wings, like there's like grown men, and they looked really relieved as well. You know, because I think they were thinking the same exact thing. Keely's like, yeah, right. can you imagine how stressed they were? They had to just wear those little wings. Look at yours. I'm like, yeah, big stress. <laughs> you know, like shit. Um, and then like uh, some like uh, our buddies dressed up. They all had wings. Some friends of ours, they they had wings and elf ears on. And and I got into an argument any... about lore with uh, this one chick because fairies don't have elf ears. Yeah, dude, we got into some deep lore argument, nice. dude. Yeah, so was there any adults there that were not dressed up at all and like then felt out of place? They're like, oh, "Fuck, man, we didn't bring the fucking wings. I told you we should have dressed with the wings." Yeah, one of my buddies, the other one of my other ones, he, him, and his wife were there. And they didn't dress up, and he he was like, "Should we?" And they're like, "No, no, no." And so he didn't dress up, and he loves dressing up, dude. <laughs> he loves it. When when so I jealous. when I um uh when it was my end of my un uh my inactive service my the my last four years we went out to a freedom party we dressed up, and he dressed up as Uncle Sam, dude. He had the fucking pants, he had the Fuck jacket, that. the hat, the beard, everything. He looked like Uncle Sam, dude. He was awesome. Um, so, yeah. he. Dude, I should have done a freedom party. I'm jealous. You, I didn't. you can still do a freedom party. Just celebrate. Belated, nah. bro. <laughs> Best not to give it any thought, anyway. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're at the... So, the other thing... One of the cool things I had at this party was... Um, this fucking sick ass tent, dude. And it's like, it's like one of those little, um, it's like a teepee, but not all the way to the ground. It's got like, it's like one of those like, um, hippie pagoda tents. You know what I'm talking about? With a pole in the middle and it's got rugs all inside it. Um, I don't know how to, so what fucking hippie pagoda. I don't even know what the fuck you just said. Like a hippie pagoda, you know, like, so it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm imagining like it, Harry Potter fucking. Yeah. Kind of. So it's just like a, a tent that goes straight up like that. And it's got a pole in the middle okay. and then it's all, you know, yeah. and inside it's just got rugs and pillows and like a big, you know, like thing, you That's know, rad. fucking awesome dude. And I was just like, yo, like, did anybody bring like some bongs or something, you know, just joking around. Cause I would never do that. But I was like, you know, what a, per- right. what a, per- <laughs> what a perfect, what a perfect tent to smoke up in. And then, um, to hit I'll, the peace pipe, to hit the peace pipe, you know? And, and just, and I was like, what is that tent for? And Carly's like, it's for the kids looking at me. It's for the kids. I mean, there's kids in it right now. What if there's not any in there later, though? Like, <laughs> what's it for then? And I was going around and asking everybody there. I'm like, oh, you know, what's that tent for? And they're like, I know, right? And all these, all these married dudes with kids, they're just like, you know, they're thinking the same exact thing. It was funny as fuck because I was like, man, what about that tent, though? And they're like, yeah, man, a couple years back, totally would have been down. I'm like, why not now? And they're like, hmm. You're not wrong, but oh, the kids, though. <laughs> so, and that's why it's kind of funny, like, because I'm kind of like this weird influence on them whenever I go hang out with any of these people because they have kids. 
because me, right. me but and you Kirli, remind them that they can have fun. Yeah, me and Kirli, we don't have kids, so when we want to do something, we just go do it, right? <laughs> and we don't have to worry about it. So, um, so I was like, shit, you know, because they they had this little corner where they had some like drinks for everybody to have if they for the adults if they wanted to have some. It was like rum and coke and stuff. Well, I had brought a twelve pack of those fat pixie ginger beers, ginger beer and rums premix. And they're fucking nice. Mm. So I went down and got it. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. But they're not. um, It's like... um it's like an alcoholic ginger beer. I don't know how else to describe it. It's, it's two po- okay. two and a half drinks in one can. Really nice, though. Um, so I walked down to go get it. And I took uh, two of my friends with me. I took um, my mate whose daughter's birthday it was and his brother-in-law, who's really nice. So we're walking down. We're talking. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, man, you know, like, what's it like having kids and stuff? And, you know, and they're like, well, you know, it's just like doing anything. You ask, like, if you want to hang out with somebody. And they're like, sure, what time? So you're like, oh, 4, 4 p.m. sounds good. And then it's like you have two hours before that to prep to get everything ready for your kids so that you can take them out and then go out. So then you're like getting ready at 2 to leave at 4 to go hang out for 45 minutes with somebody that before you have to come back because you've got other stuff you've got to do with your kid. I'm just like, fuck, mm. that sounds rough. And I, so I, I was like, you guys want – I'm going to make you really jealous right now. And they're like – all right, dude. Because they're telling me about how they used to go. They were like nostalgic guys. They're like, oh yeah, we used to go down to the Black Sands Beach and bloody, you know, walk around lost ass because it's dark up top. It's dark down below and there's no lights anywhere. You're like, well, you know, tripping out. I'm like, oh, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm about to make you guys really jealous. And they're like, what? I was like, so the other the other day, me and Curly, it was Friday. It was a Friday. Me and Curly came home and we. Um, took a nap from <laughs> we got home at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon we took a nap on the bed sideways you know one of those sideways naps where you're like not on the bed but you're on the bed you know just took a nap mm. took a nap yeah. and we woke up at 11 o'clock <laughs> and we're like man we're wide awake so we went out and had a cigarette and we're like god I'm hungry what are you hungry for she's like do you want to do a Macca's run and I'm like, what, at 11 o'clock? Sure. All right. So you know what we did? We jumped in the car. Didn't have to prep nothing and get anything ready. We just said, hey, cat, we'll see you later. Cat's like, meow. We went out to the car. We drove to Macca's. Bought some Macca's. Drove home. Ate Macca's. No, nobody was asking for our Macca's. You know, had another cigarette. Ate some Macca's. Yeah, it's fucking Macca's bliss. is uh, McDonald's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any anybody confused? That's McDonald's. Yeah, Macca's. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And were they jealous? Oh yeah, dude. They were just like, you know, you know, like when a when you're eating like a Macca's in front of a dog, and the fucking dog's just looking at you and drooling a little bit with its mouth kind of mm-hmm. a gas, like a gaff or a ga- a gaped, gaped. I don't know. Open. Yeah. It's open. Slack job. It's open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're just kind of like, oh, man. <laughs> you see, like, the drool building up on their chin. Like, oh, that sounds so fucking nice. I was like, yeah, but you guys wouldn't know about any of that anymore because you've, you know, you've got kids. And they're like, oh, that's pretty rough. I was like, but all this and more could be yours if you just send your kid to boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, just literally just drop them off at the fire station, huh? I mean, yeah, I guess that could work. You got to pay for boarding school. Uh, they do DNA testing nowadays. Oh, fuck. Mm. 
Well, they can definitely this respond comes back to, to the Piranha Solution. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked. Oh man, <laughs> tired if you're kids no, buy Piranha Solution today. It's cheaper than boarding school. <laughs> it's cheaper than boarding school. You're right. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, like. Like me and my missus are are pretty much decided that we do want kids. Like like that's it, we've kind of already gone past that thought. Mm. But now the question is timeline, mm. and it's like, it's like, well, you know, I mean, like she, she's not fertile forever, you know. At, like at some point, it, it gets really tough to 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 reproduce for women. Yeah. Uh, and we're like, and we're like almost thirty now, so it's like, okay, you know, a time, time's time, you know, and it's gonna keep going. And I'm like, I'm not ready. No. Nah. And I'm like, and then the question of, hey, uh, when will you be ready for a completely life-altering thing that's gonna take a ridiculous amount of your time, and effort, emotion, uh, patience, mm. money. Uh, so when are you gonna be ready for that? <laughs> in my head, I'm like, how long's a piece uh, of string? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe 15 years from now. Far out. <laughs> That's a long time. Right, and then you're a fucking old dude, like trying to like play catch with your like your 10 year old son, yeah. and you're like fucking 70. Ah, my and shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I'm already saying that. <laughs> So yeah, we we've been bouncing around the timeline, and I think she she's like sooner than later, and I'm like later than sooner. Mm. So I, I assume we'll compromise at at some level. Yeah, I mean, the the main thing is like getting to a financial point where you think you'll be ready, or at least being able to support that. That's like the main thing, you know. Because once you, once you have that kind of sort, like as long as you get that kind of sorted out before you guys start trying. It'll be a lot less, you know, pressure on you. I think because that's a big thing is when you when you have a kid. Now you've got another mouth to feed and ass to change because babies are fucking expensive, you know. And you hate smells, right. so you're gonna be going through a lot of clothespins. Maybe you should, oh, dude. You should just get a gas yeah, mask. My, yeah, my clothespin budget will mm. add up for sure. You're right. I should definitely get a gas mask. Man, but it. it I mean, it's also like, I mean, poor people have fucking kids all the time. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Poor people do it all the time, you know, like, like, like me and Janie are already in a much better situation than I was born into. Yeah. You know, like, like financial, financially wise. And I'm like, uh, but like, wh how much money is enough money? You know, it, 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 like, that's another open ended question of like, I don't know. Yeah. How long how is much a, money do you fucking need? How long is a piece of a, string? A fucking kid. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, man. What if your kid sucks, man? Wow, like, what if your kid is just awful? That's true. Yeah, there's always that chance. You hope not, but it's like, uh, fuck, dude. What if it is? Piranha solution. Do, <laughs> do you still? Well, yeah, just fucking dissolve it. You know, not an issue. You could do like you guys could do like um, you could really look into uh, genetic uh, modification. And like, just pick like the use CRISPR and pick like the best traits of both of you guys. You don't have to worry about it well, being fuck, a shithy. We don't have that much money. Oh, 
Just look it up on YouTube, dude. Watch a YouTube video. You can figure you know out how to what? do it yourself. Yeah, you're right, dude. I could, I could probably figure that out. And I'll just... Yeah. I don't even know what I'll do. I'll, uh, you, you took biology uh, in college. <laughs> you're smart. You're a scientist. Yeah. yeah, you're right, dude. I'll just, I'll just shove like, uh, like hydrochloric acid up her pussy at, at like varying volumes to change uh, this kid's genome. Okay, <laughs> very specific, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know. Oh, right. I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, that now that is interesting. Like, because then, then the question is, are you ready to even if all that's sorted? Like, you have a fine house, you're happy where you live, your cars are sorted, work's not too strenuous, you're able to have enough time and stuff and and everything. But then you're now in charge of a tiny little human that cannot survive on its own, right? And for probably, right. you know, I'd like to say like eight years, six years, you know, you've got to look after that thing constantly and then you can start, you know, well, at least not constantly, but you can keep an eye on it, you know, like when it's two or you just listen for the, the silence. When it goes quiet, then you got to start worrying about shit. Noise is like right. great because you can always tell where it is, but, uh -huh. um, you know, but like then you got to deal with like the rest of it. And like, cause we went over to another buddy of mine's house yesterday and he's got two teenage daughters that are both work starting to work now during school holidays and like all this stuff or no, I think school started back anyway. Um, and dude, they are fucking sassy, bro. Just fucking yeah, sassy, man. Like what bro, the fuck? You know how hard it's going to be, you know, how hard it's going to be to like raise a child. Dude. And like give it everything you do your best man you're mm. doing you're giving it all your time energy money fucking just trying to make this person not be shitty and yeah. then it gets then it gets sassy with you it gets sassy dude you just want to punch it in the head all right God <laughs> you know how many times God i didn't dissolve damn. you growing up oh if you only knew yeah man yeah crazy dude and then you gotta Someone like oh go ahead I was just gonna say that uh, I'm the kind of guy that likes to get shit done, you know. Like, I like to do like accomplish tasks and think about the the uh, it's just the distractions mm. that will occur. Yeah, it's and really like, hard to I'm complete sure tasks. I'm sure when you talk to a parent, they're always like, "It's, it's so worth it." The, the love in their eyes that they feel for you. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I Whatever. <laughs> my podcast because this shithead kid won't fucking stop bitching for macas. <laughs> yeah, dude, you don't want to have to deal with that. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure. You know. Although you know, hopefully by that time we're living over there, we can just fucking you know wrap it up and fucking. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll say, I'll say it, I gotta wrap it up. I have, I, have to, I have to go eat. Yeah, no, you gotta go eat. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, we really appreciate it. Make sure you double check our um, bloody socials, our social deets and all that stuff, you know. Um, Weasel Podcast or Weasel Productions. All that jazz. Uh, check. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your teachers about us. I'm sure they all like to hear our educated takes on things um and uh yeah if you're ever invited to a fairy princess party 
make sure you dress up because he might be the only one there that's not. I think that's a good way to think about it. Like, any time in life you have the opportunity to wear a costume to something and dress up, just do it. Just take it. Yeah, just take it. Go crazy. Who cares? It's a party. You might never see these people again. And if, if you do, even better. Maybe you'll be dressing up at another function. Who knows? Take that leap of faith. Take that leap of creativity. All right. I love you, dude. Uh, I love you, dude. I love all of you guys. Uh, we'll catch you next time. That is what my heart says. This is what my heart says. I wanna.